What's up, y'all? Welcome to, I believe it's episode eight, correct me if I'm wrong, of 90s and new. I am Studio, if you don't know me, and I hope you know my co-host. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? It's Tino. What's up? What's up? So, 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 Studio, how, how are you doing on this fine Sunday? We had the week off, so I hope you, I hope you enjoyed that. We did. I did enjoy the week off. I, I, I very much enjoyed the week off. It's a little bit weird because now that we're back, I feel like it was more than a week and I'm trying to get back in the groove of everything with, you know, the software and stuff. It feels a little foreign. Everything feels a little weird in just a week. That's, that's so strange. How are you this fine Sunday, as you would say? I'm doing good, man. It just had me some food. You know, you always got to eat before the podcast, but I'm chilling, man. It's been working. I, I I think that you have the food covered at all times. I mean, I don't think I've seen you ever on one of these without some type of food, either before or after. So I know, you know, you always good. Good eats. That is good eats. Oh, oh, oh the food. Uh, what you what you do with your week off? You do anything special? Ah, uh, week off. Did I do anything? Nah, I was just in the house all the time. Nope, I didn't do anything special. You? Oh. Um, not really. We kind of in that time of, you know, a lot of churches and things like that during this time go through kind of consecration and prayer and stuff like that. It's kind of time where I ease back off social media a little bit. So this is kind of my first day really being back on, on social media. I've just been laying low and hanging with the good Lord and, you know, doing some studying of some video type stuff and just just kind of chilling. So it's been good. It's been definitely been good. good. Like you were productive, something that I wasn't, but hey. I was, you know, I've been, I've been at least semi-productive, a little bit tired, but semi, semi, I would say it's a pretty productive week. We did miss y'all, though, so thank you for still hanging with us, even though we missed a week. Thank you for coming back to hang out with us this week on the podcast. We always miss y'all, but it was just so much going on last week, you know, so much. We we won't get too far into that, but with the Capitol thing and, you know, it, it, it was just a lot, so we figured everybody was kind of on that, and there was just going to be a lot going on on social media and things like that, so we... We gave y'all a week to kind of just, you know, handle life. Take that all and, Yeah, let that all soak in and process. And now we back to give y'all some smiles and some laughs and some fun. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I, I tell you what, I did. I think this week I laughed more. I laughed more than anything. But we'll save that for when we get to the episode I actually laughed at. <laughs> okay, okay. So this week I think we're going to switch it up a little bit because I kind of like, as usual, one series a little bit more than the other and I, I got you know some thoughts about the other series so we'll we'll get to that but let's start off let's kick it off with family matters right oh, gonna switch cool, it up cool. a little bit so we're gonna start off with family matters episode 12 and 13 so for both different world and family matters y'all we talking about episodes 12 and 13 hopefully you got a chance to watch those if you did not you still got a chance to watch them we basically every week we watch episodes that we jump on podcasts talk about them if y'all seen them y'all can jump in the chat or if you remember the episodes you can also jump in the chat you ain't gotta have seen them recently a lot of these you know are well Obviously, 90s are new. They're all old, so you've probably seen them before. If you are watching on the replay, you can leave a comment. Or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, you know, just listen along. Have some fun. But episode 12 from Family Matter was Laura's first date. <laughs> Tino, I know there's something you're excited about in episode 12. I am almost certain. Yeah, nah, man. We, ju- we just saw my dog Steve, and he stole the show. I figured you'd be kind of excited about Steve. We waited 12 episodes for it. And he finally came. He he for real stole the show. Like, I haven't laughed more than when Steve was on the show. I was actually driving at the time. 
Oh. Don't blame me for driving and, and watching yeah, the show. That's, that's... But... <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about that afterwards. I was just in the car dying as soon as he came on. Yeah, he's, he's funny. So this episode was entitled, as we said, Laura's First Date. It was basically, you know, if you say Laura's First Date, if you've ever seen Family Matters, Steve is going to be somewhere close. But Laura wanted to go to, I believe it was the school dance. At first, yep, her yep. mom was like, nah, you are 13 years old. You are too young to date. So they had that whole little debate. And Laura's like, but you let Eddie. And, you know, you often find the guys get to do more stuff than the girls when you're young. But well, actually, More Laura protected. convinced her dad, Carl, who convinced Harriet yeah. to let her go to the dance. So, don't you think uh, you can go? You can do the explanation first. I'll no, no, explanation. let me. I want to hear what what just was, stirred up in I was your mind. Say, I think that's a little a little backwards. Usually, when it's the daughter, it's the dad that's a little more protective than the mom. Or, or no, is, am I wrong in that scenario? I think it's a little bit of both. You kind of find you do find the dads, especially. Well, in real life and on TV, because they be coming with the shotguns and they be coming with the uncles <laughs> and the cousins and the brothers. I mean, so, yeah, I think the girls kind of get it from both, actually. So that's a good point. The guys are kind of just like, oh, do whatever. And then when it's the young girls, both the mom and the dad are very protective. But, yeah, you're right. Yep. That's a good point. The dads are always super overprotective, probably, of the young ladies. But as Tino said, it was kind of opposite in this episode. So you had um, actually Carl had to convince Harriet that it was okay for her to go to the dance. Oh, look at that. Hey, man, especially during the during the fast. We got Larry Trice Jr. in the building. Please check out his music. Amazing artist. If you haven't heard of him, Larry Trice Jr., look it up. So many good songs. I think he has a new single out. He might tell us the title of it too. But he said, We are certainly more protective for our girls. Oh, and I yeah, know that Mr. You... Price, that's true, man. We got to protect these ladies, man. <laughs> and I know that he has a daughter, so he must be a man to the. I was calling it overprotective, but I guess you would have to be a father to really understand that. <laughs> but they're definitely more protective, I would say of us girls than of guys even though i don't i don't have any brothers so i didn't mm -hmm. really get to do the comparison necessarily for myself but you know you know you know oh look at that we feel honored he said taking a small break for the podcast look at that that's love oh, right there he said love that. it appreciate we that. appreciate you so much we appreciate you appreciate you appreciate you but yeah so we had um laura couldn't find a date she gets to go to the dance and then it turns out she's sad because she couldn't find a date. And that's a problem, especially when you're at that age, 13 years old. So now she's sad. So the family going to jump in like, <laughs> I'm going to read this comment in just yeah. one minute because it's so funny. But <laughs> that it's, that's how far fathers go. But I'm going to let y'all know what this comment says in just a minute. It's so hilarious that I just lost <laughs> Sorry, right, we just gonna end the show right there, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna read it just a second, but Laura can't find a date, so her family decides to jump in to action to find Laura a date. Her brother tries to jump in and help Eddie. He's gonna help her find a date, and also her dad. As we see, dads can go to extremes. Now I'm gonna read this comment that lets you know from Larry that says. I snuck to my daughter's prom. Tino, I think you're right on this one. Fathers take the cake when it comes to 
<laughs> daughters and what they do, especially when it comes to dating and stuff related to guys. I think there's kind of some unjust scales there for the boys. It's like, hey, yeah, you got it. And like he said, he snuck into the prom. Like, that's some father stuff. For real, oh, for yeah. real. That's almost you like know, some Saved by the Bell sitcom type. <laughs> <laughs> sitcom type stuff. Sneaking. I wonder, maybe he'll tell us if she, when he said he snuck in, if he was good at sneaking. And if she found out, if he like snuck in and snuck out slightly. Or if she noticed, because I imagine she probably wasn't pleased with that if she found out. Um, but yeah. He so, was just chaperoning. He's, you know. <laughs> he was chaperoning. I yeah. guess you could say that older. You ain't gonna feel like that when you a teen, though. Especially with an unexpected uh, chaperone. But uh, so Carl, as we said, was kind of opposite in the show of what. Oh, he said no. She never did. I, t- I told her later. Yeah, that's some bad <laughs> stuff. That's some bad stuff right there. You want to talk about fathers? The, the, the glasses with the mustache and the nose, just eyeballing from the side. With a full disguise. He all crept up in there with a full disguise. <laughs> Be like, you can have a sitcom right there. Um, but as we said, Carl kinda did Carl kinda did the <laughs> He's agreeing with you. Carl kinda did the opposite of that. And he's gonna help his daughter because he don't want her to feel bad. He's gonna help her find a date. So who does he call to hook Laura up with a date? He calls Steve Urkel's father. Which was weird how they kind of did that because we had seen Steve Urkel in a couple episodes before, but when they introduced him into the actual show, it was like they didn't know him. So I noticed Carl said, hey, Steve Urkel's father, whatever his father was, remember when we met at the pet store? And then when Steve actually came to the house, uh, Harriet was like, who are you? So it was almost like they had never met Steve before, but in previous episodes, he had come and taken a bath with the rubber ducky. and So it was almost like they started the show over when Steve came into I, the picture at this point. I caught that too. I was like, they, did she just ask, who are you? They've seen him like 10 times already. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. So the family didn't know him and they didn't know. Like, so Carl was trying to hook his daughter up, not knowing that Steve was kind of quote unquote a nerd and people thought he was weird and he ate mice or something they said. So he thought he was doing <laughs> yeah. something nice so he saw Steve for the first time, we'll say quote unquote, and pretend like you hadn't seen the previous episodes of Steve. But so- right. Carl hooked hooked her up, quote unquote, with now, Steve. Talk Urkel. about Eddie. Eddie hooked Eddie hooked her up with someone that was his age. He brought like a twenty year old to to go to prom with a fourteen year old. Yeah, didn't he look mad old? Yeah, like, he didn't talk either. But yeah, he was like mad tall. He was Eddie's age. I'm not sure. I don't remember how uh, far apart Eddie and uh, Eddie and Laura are apart though. And I think it's kind Eddie of a situation like we were saying with Steve and Eddie. Once you hit a certain age especially for guys in high school, I think you like start to mature so much quicker physically. And I think Eddie and his friend are kind of at that age where it it did. It looked weird. Like you're hooking her up. Like you said, with a 20 year old, this little girl, this looks a little strange, but Eddie was trying to do something nice. I was going to say, I don't know why he uh, told Laura that he paid the guy $10. Right. I mean, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. He'll go to date with you. Oh, thank you. I gave him $10. What? (laughs) I think because he's Eddie. This is they they still have Eddie kind of as you would say. Oh, you know Eddie's missing a few brains there. Yeah, so. they still That's have still him dog, like that. He is. He's funny, but yeah, they have him a little slow in the episode. So I think that's probably why he ended up telling her, which hurt her feelings right. because she feels like a charity case. They can't get a date. Although Eddie did do something nice 
in the previous scene, he tried to encourage his sister, which convinced her, which I don't know if I would have done that personally, but convinced her to go ask the young man, call him and ask him to go to the dance. He did. Eddie was like, what did you say? He said, uh, any guy that wouldn't go to prom with you isn't right for you anyway, or isn't good enough for you anyway. I was like, oh. Then you had this, the sitcom, oh, in the background. The big brother. That was, that was, I thought that was an awe moment. So she did call, and what was his name? Mark Newhouse or something like that. It's like, yeah. Yeah, he had just broke up with his little girlfriend. So Laura had got her own date, but now she's embarrassed because she now has three dates at her house. Mm. And she surely don't want Steve. They were so mean to little Steve in the first. See, I realize Steve take like that's you. That's why you got to respect Steve Irwin because he just takes it so easy. Because if you remember, he asked her out at the beginning of the show. He was like, "I heard you can't find a date. You want to go with me?" She was like, "No." And the girl was her Laura's friend was like, "Uh, she'll rather eat worms or something." He said, "Okay." And they're not even nice in how they say it to him. Like they don't (laughs) just reject him. Like they're like really mean. Like what did she say? If you're the last person on earth or something like that like they yeah. say it in a really mean way and you're right he just takes it and he keeps on moving like oh okay well he just hey. left and walked into a pole on his way out yeah so everybody thinks he's weird so laura definitely doesn't want to go out with him she doesn't want to go out also with someone who has been paid to go out with her so she runs away and her uh-huh. mom comes to talk to her um, you- and calm her down her mom was also surprised <laughs> what'd you say to read that comment oh yeah yeah i'm gonna get to it in just a second but her her mom was also surprised that she had asked the young man to the date instead of him asking her but um i mean it worked out he encouraged her i mean she encouraged her and she what's wrong with me and it got really sad for a second because you know you i know how that feels when you just kind of seem like the odd one and no one seems interested in you and blah 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 especially in that age where you're in that middle school high school kind of transition so laura was sad but her mom encouraged her and she's like hey you got a date you know be happy you got a date in fact you had three dates and they were really trying to do something nice yeah laura did she had she had she had them on (laughs) yeah that's that was the whole thing when they introduced steve with his quirks everybody they never explained when or how he ate that mouse but that kept coming up over and they never answered the question either carl was kind of it was kind of a cliffhanger for him it was. But another um part of the show was at the beginning. Uh good job, Larry, reminding us I had forgotten about that. Eddie, the opening. Rachel has a lot of talents. She apparently not only nice. works on cars and things like that, she can sew and make dresses. Unfortunately for Eddie, she needed a model to try on the dress. So the show opens with Eddie, you know, having on this dress that Rachel is making so that she can fit it or something. I don't know if she sells dresses or if she was making it for somebody, but Eddie was her model. He had on his Jordans. Did you see that again? So he had on, did you see it? That's the episode when I was driving. So I can, I was like watching, trying to watch the road at the same time. So again, we're going to talk to Tino about this watching and driving. (laughs) We're going to address this after the show goes off, of course. So we're happy Tino didn't see that portion. Thanks, y'all. That's a tip. Yeah, that is not a tip. That is not a tip. And 90s Anew will not be held liable for anything that Tino states in Hood Facts. Please proceed at your own risk. Better yet, don't proceed on that at all. (laughs) But yeah, so it starts out, Eddie has on this big pink, super pink dress over his clothes because Rachel's trying to sew the dress or fit the dress. 
And Larry brings up a good point. During the early 90s, a guy wearing a dress was taboo. Yeah, it was definitely considered taboo. And it was up for debate a lot in movies and TV shows of whether, especially for African Americans, if it was something considered um, derogatory or if they were just trying to, oh. I can't remember the oh, word like, for Like Would even you... if they were making a joke about it, it was just like a n- it was up for debate. It was a lot of debate about whether it was okay or not, or if they, if Hollywood was trying to emasculate African-American men, or if they weren't, it was a lot of debate going on about it. Gotcha, so another gotcha. good point there. But yeah, it opened on that, and he had on his Jordans with the dress. His family walks in while he's trying to fix something, while she had to run upstairs a tag or something, and they all came in looking like, what is happening here? And then his dad's like, uh... <laughs> We got to talk, dog. We he said we got to talk. Yeah, he's <laughs> he did. so you did at least hear or see some some uh part of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the comment here says, "Great point. It was black men dressing like women." So yeah, I remember it being a big uh, point of debate, and they even debate it now uh, still because I heard it recently. I think maybe last yeah, year. Yeah, I heard something about point. that too recently. Yeah, on YouTube, it had turned into a big thing as well, and people were trying to discredit Tyler Perry and saying he wasn't like a real actor or Hollywood person because of the Medea character. But I think that's been debated a lot for years also right. too. So definitely a good point there uh, for sure. We had in this episode also, here's your quiz for today, Tino. I know you had to catch it. Oh yeah. I the music. It. So there was a song in there. I know. See, I knew the song and I was like, I'm gonna write that down. And I didn't, but let me try to, so I'm gonna give you the title and see if see if you know the artist or sing sing like a lyric. Oh yeah, you can do that. So it's every little step, every little step I take. I don't even know all the words at this point. You will be there every little step I make. Huh? Make me happy. Okay, so that song is actually I think from the '80s and it's in Breaking. I only know that song because it's in the Breaking movies. I don't even know who sings that, but it's in the sing the song again. Let me get artist. It's every little step I take, every little step I take. I don't know if these are the correct lyrics. I know every little step is, but I think it was, you will be there. Every little step I make, we'll be together. If you don't know it from that part, you don't know it. Oh, look, we got a right answer here. Yep. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Do you know Bobby Brown? Have you heard of him? We're going to end this one. Studio has this by itself. You do not? Okay, you do not. That's a little before your time. So you didn't just... recognize it. I think it was, they actually sang a song in the next episode. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of singing. Look, if I could get the sing credit from uh, Larry Trice, I'm doing something. <laughs> Phenomenal voice, phenomenal songwriter. If I can get oh, that, I don't want I me to sing. Get, no, we don't. Oh, but we got to get y'all we, battle going soon. After, I know we uh, talked about the recorder, man. Y'all don't want to hear the voice. We got to get that battle. We're going to have to have some guests on here. We're going to have a battle. You bring your recorder. Everybody bring their thing. See who come out on top. I forgot. We got to uh, yeah. get that get that schedule soon. But I yes. My, I get my dad my dad joined the contest, too. You know, he an artist. That's where he I get artist. all my talent from. Okay. So. What type of artist is he? Like You know, the kind that... The kind. Okay, he's a kind. Okay, like kind of Prince was the symbol. We got, he's a kind. Okay, I keep that in mind. Michael Brown, little MJ, Michael Jackson, not Jordan. Oh, I was wondering. I was wondering if he mixed like the sports with the, he was just mixing stuff. A little Prince on top, and then. Okay, okay. And you get Tino Smith. Yeah, yeah. In other news. (laughs) 
Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that was about it from that episode. So, you know, another all's well that ends well. She goes out with the little boy, Mark, I think, Newhouse or something. And she's like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I liked you from this time. Even though little Mark had a little girlfriend, he must didn't like her that much because they broke up and he was quickly over her. He was just going to the next one like that. Yeah, and then kids, you know, kids are kids. They go to the dance. Everybody just stand on the wall and look at each other. We couldn't really go to parties too much when I was young, so I can't totally comment on the experience till I was a little bit older. But I'm sure kids, you know, who actually got to go to parties and things like that when they were kids, they stand on the walls, you know, and just <laughs> chill because they're young and they don't know what to do. Which is a good thing. I miss the innocence in the kids. I, I really do miss the innocence. What do you mean? Kids are innocent nowadays. I just mean, like, people like, go ahead, little... Nene, twerk it up, twerk it up. And I'm like, no, little Nene is three. <laughs> Can she walk first? Like, I miss Nene is seven. <laughs> right. I miss them singing the little kids songs and the I just I just miss that part of part of the innocence of the, of the children. So I like it when yeah. they had a little little innocent thing. And we'll jump quickly to episode. You have something else? Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed that last episode. You really I have did. to watch it, but there are a lot of moments in it that Steve just I just started dying. Yeah, Steve was, yeah. Steve was funny. I mean, I'll definitely give him that. Steve brings something else to the show that, I don't know, is a spark that I think they need. He adds something definitely to the show. So it's cool. I'm glad he's in the show now. He's so super tiny. I still can't remember how old he is, but he's super tiny. And they dressed him to his character because them outfits, they fully fit him to that nerd, geeky, <laughs> weird character. So it's cool. He makes He makes you smile. Um, episode 13 was entitled man's best friend yeah uh and here's where well basically as you can tell from man's best friend it's basically about the family well the kids as kids do find stray animals sometimes and bring them home the kids found a little stray dog and they brought home the dog there is an agreement with terrell what is all this agreement with terrell wait a minute now wait 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 steve is the best and Laura's, I don't know what the rest of that comment said. It probably said something else. But, um, yeah, Steve is hilarious. Um, but, yeah, the kids bring home a dog. And Steve is in this one, too. Well, let's start there because it kind of starts off with Steve again. And this is where it really, really starts his continual pursuit of Laura. Like, and as Tino said, he's good with rejection. Like, he just brushed it off like it's not a thing. Cause she's like, he's like, Laura, I would like to go out. I can't remember if he said this weekend or Saturday night or something like that. She, after she runs upstairs away from him, comes back down. She's like, nah. Yeah. She was just like, I'm at, <laughs> it was, she just asked, she said he came in and said that he was going to ask her out for Saturday night. And she just comes, comes downstairs and runs away back upstairs. Yeah. He just, just like, okay, I'll wait. Right. Okay. Then he's like, so what about Sunday or something like that? He just brushes it off. It ain't no thing to him. I wish I had Steve's level of confidence. Not even confidence. Yeah, just... it's like. I guess it's a confidence. I guess it's confidence. Or... Maybe confidence. Yeah, an ability to bounce back and take rejection or take a. Hey, what's up, TC? Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you joining us. In the building. What's up? What's up? Yeah, and Tino, Terrell, you know, he. either way, we, 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 we know what you mean. We. Potato, potato. We, we know what you mean yeah that's potato potato but what's up tc what's up larry glad you guys that's enjoyed my this. stage name that's, that's why your I stage eat. name yeah okay. he know me from some of my music probably 
that that could be it. That recorder is worldwide, you know, mm-hmm. that recorder. I was talking about the voice, but yeah, the recorder too. Oh, yeah. you, we didn't talk about the voice yet. So on the battle, we might have to get TC in the battle too. I'm sure she has some hidden talent of she like, it. she mm-hmm. might, you know, tap on cereal boxes or something and just kill it. <laughs> tapping on cereal boxes. You coming with the recorder, you know, we, we go out to find out what everybody's hidden random talent is and bring them in on the battle. Um, but again, uh, they bring home the stray dog, basically. Oh, it's okay. We understand. We thank you for stopping through. We know that prayer is there. Hallelujah. I'll be jumping into the prayer when we finish this, if y'all still praying. Amen. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, TC over there rolling. We ain't playing TC. We going to bring you <laughs> in the battle. So you better be working on your hidden talent. Uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to have this battle. Tino say he's the baddest recorder player that ever was. And apparently he added singing to the list this week. So y'all get ready for this battle that's coming up. If y'all didn't buy a copy of Hoof Facts books, all my hidden talents are in there because I teach people how to do it. Oh, you teach it. Okay, so y'all go ahead and get Hoof Facts. It's still not mm-hmm. out. It still doesn't have a price, but the price goes higher each week. Um, oh, it's yeah. not out and there's no set price. So it could be um, $50. Well, yeah. It could be $40 million. We oh, haven't no. We figured have it out. We, we, $50. we haven't figured it out yet. Look at that. See, Tino is on. Oh, yeah, let's get it. TC says she got you. And I heard I heard that that Gregory dude heard he got a little bit of skill, a little bit of power. I'm not bit. scared or nothing. But you, you know, scared. we're going to team up on him. TC. You know, I forgot. Yeah, I got to remind him that you challenged him because I forgot to let him know how you was out here in these streets talking junk about him and that we was about to have his battle. So I got to remind him because I'm sure that he forgot. That you've been, uh, you've been talking junk all this time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you don't talk, you gonna talk it. You gotta be able to walk it. Like TC ready. Up. She said you don't want none of this. She said you don't want none. So I feel My this battle is about to be brewing. I, I just don't do things for free. So if we talk in a check, then I mean, yeah, I'm gonna give you a check. Anytime. I'm gonna give you a check mark. I'm gonna give, y'all oh. see, y'all see. If y'all watching on the live or on the replay, y'all see how Tino kind of trying to back out. If you listening, you know, to the podcast audio, you can't see his face, but he trying to back out a little bit. Now that we got his challengers, now that they know about it, he's been talking junk for the last, what we were known last week, but we before he been talking junk for the last few weeks. Now that he got his challengers in the building that they stepping up as TC right. said, if y'all didn't just see that comment, you don't want none of this. Now he trying to back right. off a little bit. I don't talk junk. I just speak facts. That's all it is. <laughs> Just we gonna see if what your facts speak when we had this battle in a few weeks we gonna see you know if you speak facts or if you you just talk junk but we gonna see so y'all be looking out we gonna set that up in the coming weeks you know probably in a few weeks from now a couple weeks from now and we gonna we gonna see how it turn out we gonna see how it turn out i'm gonna have the referee probably we gonna see what tc <laughs> bring we gonna see what gregory d bring uh we'll see, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see how that turn out <laughs> But kind of to wrap up the rest of this, yeah, or to get into this, they bought the dog home. Harriet at first is like, what is happening? Y'all got a dog in here. Take that dog out of here. But then all of a sudden, everybody fell in love with the dog. They're going to try to hide the dog from Carl because Carl's like, no, nah, you know, I don't want no dog because I had a little tragedy. I love this little dog I had when I was younger. And then he got sick and died. So I don't want no more dogs. So they trying to hide the dog from Carl. Of course, that ain't going to work because. It's just you can't hide it. The dog is gigantic, by the way. If you honestly, yeah, I don't know show. how you hide a dog of that that size in a household. Dogs right. like half me. <laughs> the dog is gigantic. You're not hiding this dog, but they want to keep the dog, so they're trying to hide him. Carl finally goes up to the room, Eddie's room, to where we hear another song that Tino is probably not familiar with, because I think that 
That's the song I was talking about. I wasn't that's... talking about the song for the first one. Well, that's also not the song you sung. Because I can't. All right, home, home, the second song. My prerogative. It's my prerogative. So you heard that one before? It's my prerogative. Yeah, I heard that one. Because TC wasn't in here earlier, she would have recognized the first song that you hummed or sung. Because that was from the movie Breaking. You know, that uh-huh. we all know Breaking. But these are. This is my prerogative, and that's also. I have a very young soul. See, TC got it. Bobby Brown. TC, let me tell you, Tino was in here earlier and he was that song you sang earlier. Sing that song you sang earlier. It was from Breaking. I don't even know the name of the song. He thought it was R-E-S-E-P-C. No, you don't change the Oh my goodness. You don't went to a whole nother song. Right. You know Hood, that's a hood facts. Respect, hood fact, so, the hood the hood facts remix version. But he sang some song that was from Breaking. You might be able to see it in a replay. I can't even think of what song he sung, but it definitely wasn't Bobby Brown. Um and it definitely wasn't every little step that was the song we were talking about in the first episode. Uh but he did apparently see Breaking at some point because he sang that song. <laughs> she said Aretha was not on Breaking. Yeah, he Ain't pulled nobody. There it was. That's what you saw. Makes Make me, me happy. happy. Make me feel, feel this way. That's the song he sung at first. Let me say that. Let me say that. Let me say that. TC say said that. Aretha was not on breaking. Yeah, he's pulling songs out the woodwork at this point. See, I don't. Aretha, Aretha, I know her too. He he's pulling. Well, she, she might have been on the soundtrack somewhere. I don't know, but not that particular song. I don't know. Shaka Khan. Okay, Shaka Khan sang that one. TCB owned the facts, the actual facts, yeah. not the Tino Hood facts. Shaka Khan. So yeah, Shaka Khan. You knew the Shaka Khan song. You didn't. You didn't just go there with Shaka Khan. You right. It does kind of sound like a Mortal Kombat character. You right. But you didn't just go there on Shaka Khan. That was. That was. But but you right. Yeah, Can't Nobody was the song. Breaking. Rest in peace to um, what's the guy's name? He just passed away. I was sad to hear that news. Ozone from Breaking. I believe it was. I don't know his actual name because he has a unique actual name, also. But I was like, oh, no, he passed away. Speaking of breaking, that was a bit sad. Um, but, yeah, so the second song was also Danadu. Is that his name? TC Danadu? I don't remember Danadu. It's deleted. Oh, see. <laughs> she could be right, but I don't, I don't remember the Danadu. Shabadu, I'm going to say. Shabadu, yeah, that's what it was. There we go. We got it at the same time. Shabadu. Danadu, we're going to put that in the Hoofax book, too. But Shabadoo, yeah, rest in peace to Shabadoo. I was a little sad about hearing that because we used to love watching Breaking. Tino got us on Breaking. We're actually talking about Family Matters. Had two Bobby Brown songs in it. <laughs> he thought it was the, the Shaka Khan song, Can't Nobody. That's how we got on this. In case y'all wondering, are completely lost on how we jumped from Family Matters to Breaking to Dabadoo to Aretha Franklin, to Shaka Khan, all types of stuff might happen on 90s. What? R-E- Tino, come back to us. Jackson 5, come back, come back. I'm gonna reel you back in. Come on back. We just gonna reel you back into Family Matters. Man's best friend. So yeah, the dog, is it? Yeah, let's 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 get to this dog. So he finds out they have a dog. So he goes up there. They sing in my prerogative, I guess was the point of that. So my prerogative was in the first show and then um every little step was in the pre I mean, every little step was in the first one. 
Uh, yep, they yep. sang my prerogative in the second one. So I don't know if Bobby Brown was just really popular during that time, or he had some type of deal with Family Matters where they was putting all his songs in the show. He was getting that check. He was, because he was in both shows, his songs, um, which I thought was interesting. But he goes up there. He eats the dog treats. They don't tell him they dog treats because they trying to hide the fact that the dog is in there. But obviously, eventually, he finds out they have a dog. He starts to fall in love with the dog, of course, after they convince him to keep him. And then they don't want the dog no more. Because you know, every time kids ask for a dog, they're not going to take care of the dog. Mm-hmm. Every time. Like, I had oh. to happen with my siblings. See? Every time. The little kids, they get the dog. If the parents ain't into taking care of them, too, you in trouble. Like, if you get the dog for the kids, just know you're going to be taking care of the dog, too. Because the kid's going to get tired after a few months. Like, yeah, they convinced my dad to get a dog. And he did all the work for the dog. So he got rid of the dog. <laughs> yep. See, you got to be vested. If you they say try yes. Act, they try to act all sad afterwards. Like, you didn't even take care of the dog. <laughs> you got to be vested in getting that dog if you get the dog. Because parents, in most cases, probably 85% of the cases, I'll put that in the Hood Facts book. That's completely unscientifically researched. We so we'll throw that in the Hood Facts. But I would say 85% of the time, the parents going to end up taking care of the dog. At least partially. Mm-hmm. So we had that kind of that situation. The dog started tearing up everybody's stuff, eating the shoes, tearing up stuff. they like, this dog got to go. I think he ate Rachel's dress or exercise outfit or something. And they all want to get rid of the dog now. And Carl is yeah, not in like, with the dog. Carl was not going. He was like, no, Mickey is such an innocent, small little puppy. And they were like, around you is Mickey. Around us, that dog is a beast. <laughs> right. He Cujo. <laughs> You probably don't know the Cujo reference either. I heard heard of the thing, but I don't know who that is exactly. So, yeah, I felt bad for Carl because he told y'all he didn't want this dog because the first dog broke his heart. Now y'all don't bought the other dog in. Y'all about to break his heart with the dog again. So they had the uh, shout out to TC. Thank you for stopping by. Headed to prayer. Love y'all. Thank you, TC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you stopping through for sure. Whether you get to stop through for five seconds or for an hour we appreciate you always stopping through um so yeah yeah yeah. that was pretty much um uh, that episode carl has to get rid of the dog now because he's tearing up everything he ate eddie's homework which you always hear that as a joke but you know he actually ate eddie's homework and eddie had used that as an excuse before so I was gonna say, eddie actually said he already used the joke so to use it now when he's telling the truth his teachers won't believe him. <laughs> they will not believe you at all uh, the boy who cried cried wolf. <laughs> so you can't have that. So they all like the dog. Got to go. And Carl's like, oh, okay, I got to find a home for the dog. So he found a nice home for the dog out in the country, which turned out, you know, okay. They had a little moment on the bench, polo dog and Carl, and they had a heart to heart. And then he found a good they home for happily ever after. And then your man Steve had to wrap it up. He's going to try to come help Carl, who he figures is sad. Steve has gotten his own key to the Winslow home because he said they won't let him in if if he knocks. So he's made his own key so he can come in at any time he pleases. And he bought an ant farm to cheer Carl up. (laughs) Then Steve being Steve spills all the ants all over the table. Pretty sure those were digital ants and how they did it. I at least hope so. I hope so. Because there were many, many ants all over everywhere. But this is what Steve does. He's nice. He makes you laugh. He tears up stuff. And he chases Laura. Pretty much. The end. Anything else to add on that, Tino? Nah, I think that was it. That was was funny. I was happy to see Steve. He adds some spark to the show, um, which is cool. So I'm excited to see it progress. I'll say episode 12 was my favorite episode so far. 
with because just because Steve was in it for like ten minutes of the show. Oh yeah, and I think most of the um, Family Matter episodes so far have been pretty cool. Since uh we got past like maybe the first couple, they've been pretty interesting for the for the most part. I've enjoyed them. I think they're gonna get funnier, you know, as we go. Not as Steve is. We finally made it to Steve being here, but right. let us transition on over to a different world, which I have a slightly different feeling about. Uh, Tino, you want to change that graphic? Do you have a different world graphic? Oh, you just want to have Family Matters up the whole time like we did last week or the week before last. <laughs> <laughs> last week, the week before last, when you was watching the shows on the podcast, that one for those of y'all that might have missed that, Tina was watching the podcast. I was I mean, the show second time on the episode. I don't know if I believe him. He might have been. He might have been, but I'm not sure that I believe him. Like Tino, come back to me. Y'all notice I'll take that pause sometime, and Tino just leave me hanging. Sometimes he be watching them shows during I was the show. I do my homework. Trust me. Okay. I guess I'm I believe done. you. So Different World was as our second series, episode 12 and 13. Before I say this, I want to say I thought that episodes last week for Different World were super interesting. I really, really enjoyed them last week or the week before. I guess we should say we didn't do last week. But the week before <laughs> last, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were highly entertaining. I thought they were funny. And then we went to this week. And it went right back to being boring, and I did was, not enjoy the episodes. We they were just, very weird plots for both episodes. Yeah, like, and it's like they try to entertain entertain you with things that like weren't really funny. So if you guys didn't know that, like the first episode, what would, that would be episode twelve, I think, it was like revolved around like finals, but the whole like thing was just about like a surfer dude and. And Denise trying to finish her, finish her paper over the span of a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, which, like Tino said, that was, was a really strange premise. I agree with you. It was called Advise and Descent. And yeah, college, final exam time. I think the weird surfer dude, did I write down his name? I, I actually wrote down weird California dude, which they kind of <laughs> stereotype California guys on TV at that time and on movies like surfer dudes always. They made yeah. him the surfer dude. Um and yeah, it was weird. Like she didn't really want to study for her test because she's helping. She was trying to avoid that by helping the students who were stressed during finals yeah, like, time. I guess so. She, she got a job at the counselor place. I guess. Yeah, with the weird surfer dude, and it was yeah. yeah. I agree with Tino. It's just they're picking weird things to build shows around right now, especially for like. Maybe sitcoms were different back then, but like for this to be like the first season of a show, you would think they want they would want like only want to produce like bangers, like shows, you know, like a season that would keep the people hooked the entire time. But it just like yeah, some weird plots like this. But maybe it was different back then, and people like this stuff more than they do now. You say you would think they want to. I think they wanted to. They didn't necessarily <laughs> succeed. I think they set out to do it. I I I don't think they necessarily um carried it out so i think after this week we're gonna skip ahead to season two but before we do that let's go ahead and walk through um the rest of these episodes but yeah that was basically that episode is like uh Dwayne was a little jealous of denise and the cali guy so you had that whole I, dynamic i did like Dwayne his banter with the surfer guy that was that was like the only highlight of the show yeah, Dwayne always adds a little something. Kind of like Steve coming in, adds a little something extra. Dwayne, even though not as much because it's hard to pick it up. Like, Family Matters right. is pretty good, and then Steve 
takes it to that next place. Different world is kind of right now here. He just kind of makes it. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, you put a smile on your face when he just shows up. Other than that, it's like, ah. Yeah. So their banter, like you said, added a little bit there. Them going back and forth. They did the little Miss Ugly America party at the end yeah. because they're all ugly because they don't feel like getting dressed and being pretty for finals. That was about the best. Yeah. That was a when, little comedy. When they were doing that and then Denise walked in and they were like, and the winner goes too. I did laugh at that point. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that added a little comedy. Unfortunately, that was the very end. out of everyone to me, so she should have not won that. She was like the only normal one throughout the episodes because it looked like that hairstyle is just a normal hairstyle she wears anyway. They needed something. I guess they they needed something. Unfortunately, that was at the very end. Then you had Millie. Millie is just a really strange character to me. Like she's Whitley's footstool, basically. And Whitley just walks all over. Oh her. yeah, yeah. She's she's weird. Yeah, that's she was show. dancing pretty. Yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. So we won't spend too much time on that. Uh, but that was episode twelve. Episode thirteen. For me, just didn't do it at all. Uh, as Tino said, building around weird things. We had the prime of Miss Letty. I didn't even I didn't even care to write it down, right? I can't even read it. I think it says Bostics, the prime of Miss Letty Bostic. This is where they tried to swap out the previous resident director character. I don't know why they got rid of that character, but they were trying well, to swap no. that character out. At first, they said Stevie went to get married earlier in the show. I think so that's they just never how said. they tried to write her out, though. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because they, they never said, like, oh, Stevie got married and she moved away forever. So I thought she was just, like, on a leave in absence. Because they made it seem like Stevie got married and Jaleesa is just filling in for her until she gets back from honeymoon or something. That's yeah, what I thought initially. That's how, they, that's how they made it sound. But then they hired the other lady. Yeah. So I think they were just trying to write her out. But as the weird writing and the rest of the show in the first season has gone, they just do it in a really strange way. So they were trying to get... The character Stevie, I had to right. look up at some point. I don't even think I care that much, but they must have been trying to write her out the show because she was maybe leaving the show for some reason. Then they were bringing Lady yeah. in. I wonder why that that why did she get rid of the show? I, I know she's a like in today's like like today she's a huge actor. I'm not sure like she you know if she was real popular back then at that current time in terms of the movies and stuff she was in. I don't know, but they set up this whole thing of like the two things that happened. Like Tino said previously, they pick weird themes to write the shows around in the first season like the guys and women's bathroom was supposed to be one of the major themes and then the other one was letty and she was a former student and decided to drop out and go do weird stuff in france or something i would they named, a famous, they named a very famous france person like a painter i can't remember who he was but yeah didn't, didn't they say she was like a dancer or something she was something it was just i remember saying something like she was on a table to in front of Picasso doing. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, and then she was like a spy or something. Yeah. And she's like, he tried to stop me, but then he asked me to play the cello, and it was the she most beautiful cello. cello I've she, ever played. She didn't know how to play the cello, but she said she played the cello anyway when they pulled her over. Right. And uh, she's good at a cello when she never played the cello before. Right. Either she's really good or he's really bad at listening. Like, I don't know how I would feel about it. I think it was in France. I might be wrong. I can't remember the place. But I don't know how I would feel about that if I was the France native person. I'm like, we not that slow that a person who's never played either. They were really slow or she was really good. Maybe they never heard the instrument. But then, so it turns out she never got her degree. 
Yet she's gonna be the the director of a dorm of college student. I think she maybe just was the dorm director. I don't know if you even you might need a degree. I have no idea. I was just stuck on the fact that Tino. Actually, that's probably how you could play the recorder because you know you just magically can play and you can magically sing and stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, maybe that's maybe that's the same situation. Nah, nah, everyone's not like me. I'm just different when it comes to music <laughs> and things of that sort. So, as we said, both of these episodes were super slow to me. I think after this, we're going to go ahead and skip ahead to the second season. I know they did change the writers, um, and they bought in. That's when they, well, Tino, you haven't seen the series before, but they begin to bring in more cast members. I know in season two, or I believe in season two, they began to bring in Freddie, and they brought in Kim, and they added more characters um, into the flow. So, it, I believe, picked up in season two. So, I think after this week, go ahead. That's what I was going to ask. Is Lenny, does she become a permanent character now? That she's a new dorm? Lenny? I think she does for a while, but I can't remember. I haven't seen the series in a while. I think she's there for a while, but they cycle over the seasons. They cycle characters in and out. Like, I know Sinbad at some point is no longer on there. I know after the Mm -hmm. first, um, I keep forgetting her name. I think it's Melissa Tomei and Denise's character. They cycle them out eventually. Um, so they cycle in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cycle in and out characters. Like they bring wow. in Freddie. You haven't met Freddie yet. They bring in Kim. I think they take out. So they out. like switch the main character. Yeah, they switch several characters. So you'll see um, that they totally begin to rewrite the show. But something you pointed out that was really good early when we began down this series is how in the first season, for some reason, they'll talk about certain events, but they won't show anything from the events. Like you pointed that out about when they had the homecoming episode. They showed no events that you would associate with a historically black college and um, homecoming. Like you don't Mm -hmm. see anything about a football game or you don't see anything about a pep rally or none of those elements are there. They were just trying to steal a bear head. And then another episode, I think we said that was the track thing where they had to show all about track. You don't see anybody running track. They just come in like, yeah, this was great. Then they talk about random stuff. So I think as these seasons progress and they change the writers, let me just say the writing gets a lot better and they begin to mold and shape the characters and they paint a better picture of the experience at, at Hillman yeah. College. See, even like, even with shows doing that, like just painting the picture, like having something like how we talked about how Denise had, she, she became a track star and she did good at the track meet, but they didn't show it. But a show like Family Matters with, uh, they didn't show us the dance for episode 14 with uh, Laura, but like that episode was still a very entertaining episode, just how they, you know, how it was written. Right. So yeah, yeah because does. they made the focus more the date and her having right. issues with the boys and about how the, how the family handles the date. So I agree. Yeah, depending on how if you're gonna do that, you know, you got to look at kind of what your main focus and your main topic is and kind of write around that. Um, but yeah, I know it definitely got better because Different World is one of my favorite series. But it was on for several seasons. I think it was at least on for like six seasons. But this first season is so much slower um, than I remember. But like we said, they did go through a complete kind of revamp of the writers and the characters and things like that. So that was that. Do you have anything else on episode 12 or episode th- 13? And unless you have some objection, Tino, we can um, do this democratically. Uh, I would say we keep going with family matters as we're doing, but switch uh, diff- a different world to s- season two. I say we watch it all in order. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, we skipped oh, the season. Okay, I was, I was I was willing <laughs> to suffer. 
Because like I said, the week before last, I thought the episodes were phenomenal. I enjoyed them. I loved them. But pretty much every other episode has kind of been struggle mode for me outside of the 11. Yeah. And I think it was a, a 10 and 11. Those were the only ones I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. This might pick up. Yeah, at the very most, I might skim through them to see if I see anything special or entertaining. But yeah, right. we can skip season two. Yeah, so like he said, just skim them. We'll see if there were any super, because I've seen the series before, if there's anything iconic that I remember in skimming through the rest of the first season. Um, we can talk about that next week, guys. But otherwise, for next week, we'll start with uh, season two of A Different World, episodes one and two. And then also continue with Family Matters. We'll be on episodes 14 and 15, I believe. Now that Steve is in the building. So, you know, yes. we have a little bit of general talk before we go ahead and get out of here. And we got to visit, as always, Tino Shoecorn. What you working with this week, Tino? Let's go over here. So I know many of you may be thinking, why does he have two different shoes this time? But those are not two different shoes. They those look are like actually two different shoes. The same shoes. So these okay, hold on, called... hold on, hold on. Before he starts talking about it, for anybody who's just listening on the podcast and can't see on the live stream, he has two pairs of Jordans. I think he'll describe them more, but one is completely like fire red, and then one is yellow and purple or something, and they look like two completely different shoes. Okay, so go ahead, Tino. Let us know what's happening here. Okay, yeah. So these are actually called the Jordan 5 What The? W H A T T H E. That's because when you see these on someone's feet, yes, these are a pair of shoes. When you see these on someone's feet, your first reaction is going to be, What in the world does he have on? <laughs> Those are some what in the world. If you cannot see these shoes and you're just listening, guys, you would know exactly why they're called that because they don't look like they match. Y'all know how back in the day, and even now, I guess, people would take random shoes that they bought in two separate pairs and just put them on. That's what these shoes look like. But they're a pair, even right? Do you know, they come as a set? Yeah, th these are a pair. Wow. A pair of shoes. One of them is uh, red with a green. If you if you didn't see that either, the, two, the soles are different. So, like, this one has a green sole, and this one has a translucent sole. <laughs> yeah, that's... So, like, when if you're walking on the street, like, you're not going to be missed at all. But yeah, I mean, I like, this is a real popular shoe. These came out like a month or two ago and they're really popular. A lot of people like them. I mean, they look Me, cool. Me personally, would I wear them? Uh, probably not, but. They, they look cool it, as it, individual it, shoes. Yeah, like, like, oh, well, yeah, that, well, well, if you want to talk about individual shoe, this colorway, <laughs> there's a shoe, this color, take off the purple and make that black, $5,000. Oh, $5,000. That's They're a lot. Tokyo fives, but it's all—it's the same silhouette. It's all yellow up top, so it looks exactly like this. But the midsole here would be blacked out fully, and those are called Tokyo fives, and they're five thousand dollars. Um, yeah. So that's so why they wouldn't make a pair of this shoe, both yellow, because it would be too similar to that. Those shoes better fly to me, and then I can fly once I put them on my feet for five thousand dollars. I tell you what, hi <laughs> jeez, I can get a I car. Need. But yeah, I actually really like these shoes. Like, I would put these just like, I would just, you know, some shoes you just got to have to appreciate. You don't necessarily have to wear them. But I do so think they're cool individually, even though neither of them would be worth $5,000. I mean, if you had two <laughs> of the red ones and then two of the yellow and purple ones. See, that's the thing. This is also a colorway by its own, just the red. These, there's actually a pair of these called the Bull, I think they're the Raging Bull 5s, and they're coming out this year. Oh, oh, so oh, you reminded me, Sonak. I grabbed something. 
this is a terrible picture, but I looked all over the internet for these. My grass cutting shoes. These were it. <laughs> they were like Jordan 5 retro shoes. Tino, you probably already knew this, but those were mm-hmm. it. I knew they had a little bit of orange on them. And I guess they didn't sell that well, like when they were out. I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see them. But um, yeah, I guess they didn't sell that well when they were out. So they put them on sale. And then I had a friend who actually worked at the Nike store. This was many years ago. And then they got a discount. So I think I ended up paying like $65 or something for them. That's the only reason I had them. I used them to cut my grass. They were cheap shoes. In hindsight, I wouldn't have done that. I really thought you had the Fire Red Fives. Nope. I had those little because I remember. Maybe that I was bit. just a young-minded. I cut studio grass before, but maybe I was just a young-minded when it came to sneakers and stuff. My memory is just wrong, but I because I cut I cut shoes I cut grass in those shoes before. That's right, you were of- young and you could fit them, and I was like, "Those you could put those on," because he didn't want to mess up his shoes. That's right. I remember those fiery fives though. They weren't. They weren't. They were. Uh, they were those uh because they had the inside of the tongue of the shoe it did have red in there and then they were white with that little sunset or whatever they call it yeah you know the the name of them i can check what the resale value is on them right now i don't even i don't even know nor do i want to know because i don't have them anymore had i kept them i would want to know i don't even want to know <laughs> it, just, just in case ten thousand dollar shoes right i don't even want to know if it would be like 200 like i would be a little sad but you wasn't up on your shoe game then because you was actually you was like oh yeah i, I you was like, I'll throw them on. You notice how you was willing to throw them on and go cut grass like I did back there? You are the sneakerhead because you didn't say nothing back then. All right, so they're not too It's about $500 you missed out on. That's Wait it. a minute. Can I tell you something? You didn't even say nothing back then. Like, you didn't even try to help me back then. You just you just jumped right into my foolery wearing Jordans. Where they at now? I can restore them. Say what? Say where they at now? I can restore them. You know, you know they make they make shoe paint. They make like you can res- you can get a beat terribly beat Jordan and make it look good as new. I don't think you could restore stuff from the landfill. No, you. That was years ago. At this point, at least you don't do away a. That was at least like what one, two, three, four, five, like five or six years ago. How you gonna throw away a pair of Jordans? How you not gonna tell me? Cause you actually put them on and all. Listen, I was young-minded when you it came younger, to shoe game. Still, I was on been, the level I, I am now. But, mm. You should have been ahead of your time. So I blame you. Tino did not save me from the. I still don't know about shoes. You didn't. You didn't save me from, from, from that. So that's the mm. shoes for this week. We got the Jordans. So what are, you said those would run? What would those the what the or whatever they're called? What would those run? About retail and resale, two fifty. About retail. Man, these are so were, expensive. Retail, these were two twenty-five. Resale, they're not going for too much. They're about oh, smaller sizes. It's about two fifty. Bigger sizes, like ten and up, eleven and up, just because that's more of a manly size. Bigger, you know, bigger size shoes. Those are more like three hundred, three fifty. That's amazing. The shoes are up over two hundred, starting mm-hmm. just to start off. Like, so if you guys need these, hit me up. They're for sale. Oh yeah, if y'all didn't know. And you're uh, local to the area. Tino, do you ship? I don't know if he ships, but Tino I does. Do ship. Oh, okay. So if you're anywhere, Tino got the hookup. You want to give him your handles? You on Instagram or? Yeah, uh, you guys can catch me on Facebook at Tino Smith. It'll probably be kind of hard to find me, or on uh, Instagram at Reborn underscore Kicks One, R E B O R N underscore Kicks One. 
Yeah, for sure. As y'all can see on this show weekly, Tino has all the shoes. So if you a sneakerhead for sure, hit him up. It's Tino be having be having the hookup. You better come with some bread though, because as y'all see, these shoes cost some bread. But uh, oh yeah, Tino definitely got the hookup on the shoes. But before <laughs> we get out of here, as our time begins to wrap up, one more thing I want to talk about. Something you just tried to bring up real quick while we were mic checking before we jumped on the show, and it was almost time to get on. So I said I'm gonna ask him about this again. Uh, I don't even know how we got on this topic, but you was talking about, oh, I was saying sometimes people, like, I, I was saying how I take Facebook breaks and social media breaks, yeah, and I'm kind of yeah, on yeah. one besides jumping on to do the podcast, uh, but I was saying how people you don't know, like, will send you messages and, like, video chats and right, like, right. strangers. Dentino said the following. Uh, so, all right, we're going to start, we're going we gonna to start with this. Y'all know, like, like, I know I'm, like, you know, are we? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read y'all the context. I ain't even going. So someone messages me. She says, "Hello." You know, I sell shoes. So when someone random messages me, I just don't blow it over the corner. I have to. I answer to everyone because I just took it as they viewed my story and they just want to buy something. So I say, "What's up?" With a question mark. He said, "How are you doing?" I didn't respond yet. She follows up with, "I'm looking for a sugar baby to to spoil with money. I pay eight hundred dollars weekly." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking for a sugar baby to get, to get spoiled with money. I pay $800 weekly allowance. Let me know if you're interested. <laughs> I, I received this on Facebook Messenger. So I respond with the laughing emoji to just say, oh, dang, for real, shawty? How's your search coming? Because, <laughs> look, there's a lot of people out here doing all this scam and all this other yeah. stuff. So she ain't about to get me. So I just had to play it off. There, and she there. said, are you interested in being my sugar baby? I just didn't respond. That is so hilarious. I'm like, what is I'm happening? Thinking, I'm thinking I got a new client or something, and she just like trying to be my sugar mom. Oh, you had a new client, all right. You you <laughs> you truly had a new client. It's just the needs that she was trying to fulfill were a bit questionable. Maybe she wasn't trying to finesse me. She just saw some of my pictures, and I'm just. I'm just like that. It could have been, you know, you you the you the popular shoe salesman out here. Maybe you I'm got just... this podcast out here, and she like, oh, mm-hmm. I just want to help him get to the next place. Yeah, he's just so attractive, and he's doing so many big things. Let's just help him out. That's I think that, that's disturbing. Does she want to be the sugar mama? Take my money. She had mm-hmm. an exact allowance amount for you and everything. Eight hundred dollar allowance. I wonder what that scam is. I mean, I, I hope I hope that it's a scam. Because it could have not have been a this message, Like I saw it like a month ago from a different individual. So I think it is oh, a scam. Okay. I was about to say, I'd be even more disturbed, I guess, if if it wasn't a scam. I have seen the sugar mama thing and sugar daddy thing. I guess they have websites that you can go to and sign up to be like a sugar. What do they call that? A sugar oh, baby? Sugar baby, I think. That I didn't know. Yeah, so it does exist. But I'm thinking maybe that Facebook that was... is probably a scam. Well, maybe that was like a uh, like a legit person. They just wanted to sponsor me. I'm thinking they were probably a scam through Facebook, hopefully. <laughs> but like, what's the scam? I wonder if. Yeah, I wonder. They just try I'm thinking to get bank information. Yeah, I'm thinking you, not. She didn't ask for anything. I, I'm thinking they probably get close to you, then they act eventually ask for something, ask for your bank to try to deposit the money or something crazy like that. Okay, because yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't jump right off top and be like, "Hey, let me get your bank so I can." Right. What's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> but they gotta get you, they gotta get your information to give you this eight hundred dollars quote unquote. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's to get your. You'd be surprised how many people fall for the like, just even the simple scams. Like, oh, you're late on your payment. If 
this or you have a random charge. If this charge doesn't seem right, send me your credit card information oh, so we can yeah, yeah. void it. Like they're like, especially older people, like people fall for this stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. And it's sad. I watch guys like I don't know if you guys ever watch on YouTube, uh, like Kit Boga has a really good channel, and there's a few other guys where they just do scam baiting. They call it a, um, yep. scam centers just to tie up the time so it's less time that people are spending the less time that the scammers are spending with real people. I really like personally watching Kit Bogus channel because he can do all these voices and he makes it entertaining, but he just tries to keep them on the line for hours so that there's people <laughs> that they're not talking to and scamming. But there's it's what's amazing is all the different types of scams that yeah. they try to run on people. And then they don't care if like, he sounds legit at times like an old elderly lady and he'll pull it off to where he's crying and sobbing. And they'll <laughs> just be like, we're going to send the police to your house and threaten them. It's so sad. I'm like, these scammers, this is crazy. Like, so if you guys are interested, check out on YouTube, like Kit Boga, Boga Kit Boga's channel or things like that. You'll just see there's all types of scams out there. That people, yeah. That people are, uh, trying to but it's sad it, it makes me sad I'm it like, is. why are we such terrible humans sometimes this this is not it it's, it's not a lot it. of them aren't even located in america they just, they just have operations in different countries that's the crazy part most of them are uh most of those type that they call for the microsoft and the uh they'll play like they're the irs or they'll play like their immigration and they're all overseas with thick, heavy accents. And they're like, we're yeah. calling from the American immigration. Da, da, da. Like, really? We're at the American embassy right now. We demand $5,000 in overpaid taxes. In gift cards. But we want you yeah, to pay it in gift cards. cards. It's like, Walmart. oh, go to the store yeah, and get a Walmart gift card. Like, eh. the IRS kind of hard up. They need gift cards from Target and Walmart. <laughs> Starbucks, like... My stimulus. I don't even got to leave. Right, y'all go ahead and hold don't on to that. <laughs> we we don't need it as bad as we said. Y'all seem to be in more trouble than us. But yeah, it, it's it's wild the way people go with scams. But we're glad, Tino, that you've been marked safe from um yes. the sugar sugar mama, um sugar mama sugar baby. Sugar daddy I already had one, so I didn't fall for it. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. But y'all, as we wrap this up for this week, uh, let's go ahead and go through this wrap up. You could always catch the replays on Fire One Productions. If you're not yet subscribed, we want to invite you to subscribe. If you're wondering where the show goes off of Facebook, if you watch live on Facebook, it moves over to the Fire One channel. It also live streams on the Fire One channel. So we want to invite you to subscribe, to like, as Tino always says, it's absolutely free to like and subscribe. 100%. Yep. So please do that. You can always, if you're on the go, catch the podcast wherever you find podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, we're on all those platforms. So you can download us on the go. If you like the show, please leave us a review on the podcast platforms. It always helps. And Tino, you remember what we're doing for next week? Yeah. So we have episodes, is it 13, 14? We are on 14 and 15 for Family Matters. So we have episodes 14 and 15 of Family Matters in a Different World. You can catch Family Matters on Hulu, which I think it was around like 80% of you guys have because, you know, everyone has Sprint. And with Sprint, you get Hulu okay. free. So, so 80%, 80%, 80%. 80%. Of all the watchers right now, you have access to Hulu. So go ahead and watch that. And 99.9% of people have Amazon Prime. So I know... 
I know, I know, I know you can watch A Different World. Remember, we are watching, we're starting season two, so it'll be episode one and two. Again, 99.9% of you guys have Amazon Prime. So go ahead and start that season two of A Different World. So hood science of the day. We got 80-something percent, according to Tino Street Research, uh, that probably just happened in his mind just now. Then we got the 99.9 for Amazon. Hood facts, get the book. It's not out. It's expensive or cheap. It's out or not out. It's expensive or cheap. We're not sure which hood facts the book uh by tino but yeah other than that, <laughs> other than that we appreciate you guys joining us every week whether you join live watch on the replay or watch on the go listen on the go rather we appreciate you guys joining us we have a lot of fun and we hope you continue to check out the episodes and look forward to it's coming in the next few weeks we got to get it set up we got the battle coming um with tc tino and his recorder we got to find out what everybody's hidden talents are y'all get ready we're gonna do a special episode with Let's the battle, it. we got to let Gregory D know he's been challenged. I don't know if he remembers that he's been challenged, but look out for that in the next coming week. Anything else before we close out, Tino? No, I think that's it. We're chilling. All that's right. it. With that, then, we're out. We're out.